big welcome to episode 18, season 2 of the Young Hearts Run Free podcast. We are joined this week with a special guest, more on that later. But first of all, let me introduce my co-host, John Cassidy. How are you today, John? I'm doing very well, Stephen. Um, it's been a wee bit chilly, that wind that's been coming in, but at least it's been kind of dry. A wee bit of snow flurries, but aye, all good, man. What's happening with you? Aye, it's definitely been chilly. One minute we had all the summer kit looked out and we're thinking, yes, get the taps off. And then we're <laughs> just like suckered in by the usual Scottish weather and then it's like snowing again and it's April and you're kind of rolling your Easter eggs down frosty frozen hills but every year we say that and every year we, we then say it as if we're surprised I near cast a clue to me is it that's what they say and I think I used to think that was a month away but it's actually the the May flower did you know that? Is it a wee bit, it's a wee bit of trivia for you there. So folk will, folk will be digging their capris back at their, uh, their drawers now, honey. They will. The capris will be tentatively sneaking back out the bottom drawer, or the, the running drawer attire cupboard, whatever it is you you keep your, your gear in. But hopefully <laughs> there'll be a one. I see you had a, a new pair of Adidas Bethlehems on the other week. Oh, Today's. wonderful. Wonderful, yeah. man. Just for the walking, mind, Not for the running, carry on. Okay. I, did, I had a wee walk about the back garden barefoot to see what it was like. But um, it's different, aye. But, yeah, I was very kindly gifted a pair of Adidas Bethlehems. And uh, I've adjusted the the straps. So they're a fine fit. So, yeah, looking forward to them getting them out for over the summer. However, ah. I should say this is about my fourth year of being always shorts. No long trousers. Over winter, so I'm delighted at that. Always shorts all over winter. Yep, from well all the time. I just didn't put long breeks on. Only time I—that's one of the benefits of lockdown—is that the only time I really wore long trousers was when I had to when I was wearing them to go to work. Every time out of work, it's shorts all the time. So and they're half the price. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. There you go. I actually we had a trip. We're off on holiday at the moment. We had a trip within Perth and Kinross with the kids and we were at this play park and there was this guy, it was fucking Baltic, but he had shorts on and my wife Fiona turned to us and said, that guy reminds me of John. <laughs> and then oh. I said, I look at him. I was like, I'm not sure John would, would be happy. Well, my, my, wife's, my wife Susan she now looks at me and she's, you're officially the old guy with the shorts. Every scheme's got in. And it's, I think I'm it here. I'm the old guy with the shorts on. So um, It's quite an honour. Quite an honour. Aye, definitely. So, definitely. John, you've got two weeks on Saturday until you run your first ultra 2021. Yeah, pylon exposure. Really looking forward to it. Well, I say looking forward to it. There's always that wee bit terrified bit as well but that's always going to be there because you're again with an ultra it's a journey into the unknown this type of thing I've never never done before but I feel a lot better than I did a week past Saturday uh, sorry that was the end of the week that I got my vaccination I got my AstraZeneca vaccination and I thought I was doing all right but I went for a run on the Saturday and it was three hours and I just 
very, very low energy levels. Got it done, but felt pretty crap all the way through. Changed that to Saturday there. I went out and did a five-hour run on Saturday, but I did it. The exposure thing is, obviously, there's, I'm the 12 hours, so it means there's 12 exposures. So each hour, you find out how far they want to run in the next hour. So what I did to try and change my mindset a wee bit, I was struggling a wee bit. Um, from seven till eight, I ran four miles. Then eight till nine, I ran five. Nine till ten, I did six, and then back doing. So I was it for seven till twelve, uh, five hours, and I did. I was just shy of twenty-five miles. But coming back to the house each hour, so um, and I felt it's totally changed how I feel about the whole event. I think I'm much more confident now. I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be very hard. Um, but yeah, I think I feel my mindset is moving in the right direction, shall we say. Brilliant. And it's almost taper time. Well, that's a week concern I've got to. That I've, <laughs> only really, I've only really got this weekend that I can go long. Do you uh-huh. know what I mean? Or do some sort of, if I'm going to do something big. But I, I'm on annual leave next week. So I might, towards the start of the week, maybe do a couple of, I don't know, like, double run days at the yeah. start of the week or this weekend and the start of next week but um but yeah it is it's becoming close to taper time um and that's good so I'm you'll almost be getting to that stage where if you're anything like me just start checking the weather every day and then you start checking the weather every hour to see if it's <laughs> going to change for that long-term weather forecast, I do. I, you become obsessed with it, eh? You I know, do. It's your, it's your every waking thing, and it changes so frequently. Certainly, or the apps or whatever you go or website you go to, it changes so frequently. However, I'm not going to speak about me so much because that gets me all nervous. Um, okay. I've also, but I've noticed yourself. You've been out doing some pretty long runs at the weekend, haven't you? I, I have, I have, have been up in the ante, so to speak, trying to build up the stamina and endurance, getting my long run weekend under my belt and getting the miles under my belt. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. kind of back on a wee plateau with my my fitness and feeling okay, so time to start ramping things up. Aye, because there was, I'm only going back maybe, I don't even know, even if it's a month, maybe it is just over a month, that we'd both done our sort of double-digit run this year. I think you, you'd been close to double digits a lot of the time, but now you're into sort of double digits at start with a two. Aye, aye, I'm up into the 20s again, which is a good place to be for your confidence. Um, and it's all just really with Lakeland 50 in mind, which is in July, to the latter part of July and I'm just trying to do the honest graft just now so that come that time I'm I'm ready to you know press play. Uh, you know what we've been obviously 2020 everything got postponed or cancelled or deferred whatever you want to call them we've been speaking about Lakeland 50 for a long time now but you know what it's it's like in April <laughs> I mean, it's um, it's creeping up on us. Um, so you're quite right to be getting ready, definitely. Yeah. One of the commitments I made this year was about doing a bit more sort of elevation. I'm still nowhere near the sort of stuff that you're doing, but that's in my mind. And I'm I'm obviously focused on the pylon exposure thing. 
just now. But you're putting quite a lot of vertical in, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm in a weird place. I've been doing quite a lot of road running lately. And partly that's just because I'm, I'm quite enjoying it. But mm. I've got London Marathon fingers crossed later in this year as well so I'm, yeah. I'm almost like I've got that in the back of my mind that I want to get my um, my road pace up a wee bit eh, you know so trying to get it's maybe no completely planned out quite yet but in my head it's kind of there's a plan forming um, but I'm a way to kind of transgress into more hilly trail runs um, yeah, with, with the road stuff kind of under my belt uh, to give me that bit of confidence with my recurring injuries and such like, and this, I've seemed to hear them under control. So, um, yeah, I, th- I did a a long run last weekend. I was up in about the twenty three miles. I kind of, I think I kind of underfueled to be honest. I was feeling a wee bit of cack the last four or five miles, and. I was kind of annoyed at the time going, ah, it, it was really windy and quite cold on Sunday and I just seemed to be running into the wind for ages and it just seemed to suck the energy out of me. And Aye. I probably, you know, was was running on no quite enough fuel and I had active root gel with me. It's the first time I'd really used it, but I didn't think I'd, I'd taken enough. So there's a learner for me. Uh, yeah. So I got that that feeling, I'm sure you know what I mean, um, in the last four or five miles, that feeling, um, which hasn't been so familiar lately because of like 2020, there was no ultras. I didn't run ultra distance at all. Um, but it is a familiar feeling for me. And when I was thinking about my long run afterwards, I was going, ah, that was okay for around about 18 miles. But then it started to get a bit yucky. Mm-hmm. But then I thought to myself, actually that's just me being exposed to that yucky feeling again and feeling a bit uncomfy whereas just by exposing myself to feeling like that is job done <laughs> you know Aye, so I, can, yeah. I, can, I can learn for it and, and it's just all right here we go this is inevitable that this is going to happen it's no because there's coping mechanisms and things i can do to sort it out but part of it is actually just quite a good way just to get back on the, the purgatory saddle. Aye, dead back on the pain train. And I think I think as well that there will be, hopefully, for yourself, there'll be wee triggers in there that you'll recognise. And yeah. maybe, act, maybe act more or act quicker to to do something about them rather than... Because it's very hard. that we, we, I was speaking about this to somebody else recently. When your tank is empty... You can't, it's not just a case of filling it up. You've got to fill it up and then wait for it to sort of get into your body, haven't you? Whereas yeah. what you want to do is to maintain and keep topping up your tank rather than get it down to fumes, yeah. you know? So, so again, it's, it's just, like I say, it's just getting back into that habit of realising when these triggers are going off and doing something about it, no too late. And that's a learner for me. So end of the day, 23 hilly miles, in the bank it's all good and and I've been kind of up in my weekly mileage back into the 50 mile pluses weeks and and that's kind of where I I more need to be rather than you know the the 30s -hmm. so it's it's high it's going in the right direction fitness is feeling quite good and although and how's the how's the body how's it you you mentioned that, that there have been some sort of wee niggly injuries how are they yeah 
they're okay. They're okay. I'm trying to be more sensible and I'm trying to do more things. <laughs> Say the S word. <laughs> and, and also, you know, take a rest recovery day, trying to do days where I'm just having a lower tempo recovery run rather than going at it. And how, do you, how do you cope with that? Are you quite disciplined and you can slow things down if you have to? Ah, it's hard not to sometimes get carried away if you're feeling quite good. Do you know, yeah. you're having to pull it back. Um, what I'll sometimes do is just do like a dead informal fart lick session or something in my head just to play about when I'm running. So I'll you know, maybe run a hill hard, but then have a, a good half mile recovery at the top of it or, you know, run a wee fast kilometre just during what otherwise is just a pretty regular, you know, paced five out of ten run. But just to temper, like, just to almost tick the box in my head. <laughs> Aye, because it, it can be, I think, when you're running well and you're, in, and I use the word enjoying it, um, hopefully we enjoy things a, a lot more and it's no sayer, but when you are enjoying it, there's a temptation or maybe a lack of discipline to really enjoy it and forget that you've sometimes got to pull your runs back a wee bit because you've got to recover from the runs that you've done previously, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And can I can I ask you as well, we had Bob Turner on, and he spoke about strides, and you mm-hmm. mentioned strides mm-hmm. with your crew. Did that happen? It didn't happen on the Thursday because we decided to go for a dark trail run, and mm. strides weren't really... Not applicable. Applicable, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we embraced the fact that it was still dark at the time we trained because it's soon going to be light during that and, and got the head torches on and went for a trail run. But I've tried strides a few times in my run since speaking to Bob. In fact, mm-hmm. I was running today and I was like, is anybody watching? Right, I'm going to... <laughs> 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 I've got to give this a wee blast. Because <laughs> you kind of feel like Carl Lewis or something, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, but I think I think it was a great bit of advice, you know, that yeah. um, to Bob just that to use the whole the whole muscle set or the whole, just to use everything. Pretty 100%, much, hundred percent. Yeah, Aye. absolutely. I agree. I agree. Get a bash. Google Google strides how to if you're not quite sure what that means. There'll be tons of YouTube videos and such like, and then you worry about what anybody else thinks if they see you doing it. Aye. Dan's like, he's watching. Exactly that. So we're going to get cracking on with our guest, are we, John? Yes, definitely. It's all part of the competition that we ran recently. This has been our first our major competition, and we were delighted with the response. So thank you to every single person that participated in that. But I shall hand back to you, Stephen, to introduce our guest for this evening. Yeah, so we are lucky enough to be able to catch up with our winner of the Pylon Exposure Ultra competition that we ran recently on our Instagram and Twitter accounts. And Michelle Melville was picked out as the winner. And Michelle, known on Instagram as Scott Lassie Runs, I'm sure she'll be happy to be followed by any other fellow Instagrammers. I know that she's going to be chat and a bit of her journey on there as well um, but Michelle we asked Michelle to come on before to tell us how she was feeling to let us know what she thought about winning etc and yeah we've chatted to Michelle and I think that 
yeah, she she's perfectly set, even though she doesn't really think she is. She's perfectly set and ready to go for exposure two weeks on Saturday, the twenty fourth of April. So for the next half hour, forty minutes or so, it's John and I's catch up with Michelle. Enjoy. A big hello to our Pylon Exposure competition winner, Michelle Melville. Thank you for joining us, Michelle. Hi. Hi, indeed. <laughs> and big well done on winning our place in an ultramarathon. Whoa. Oh, yeah, thanks very much. I, well, I can see your face when you're saying that. So, <laughs> yeah. How, how does it feel to have um, won the competition? Uh, I'm pretty nervous about it. Um, yeah, it was one of those ones. It's something that I wanted to do, but I thought I'll try and enter a competition and maybe that will take it away from me. Um, and yeah, unfortunately I won. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it is true because we announced that last week. So you, yeah, you've probably got about what three and a half weeks notice. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> for something I've never done before and never ran a long long distance so yeah it's a, a new challenge for me and can you tell us what how many hours you've chosen to run um, the six six <laughs> hours so yeah. on Saturday the 24th of April you'll be running from 8am I think it is in the yes, morning until 2pm yeah. 2, 2 that's mm-hmm. that's a good way to spend a Saturday, isn't it? Absolutely. Let's hope it's dry. <laughs> It'll be what it is. John is also running. John, you're doing similar, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah. Well done, Michelle. Thank you very much for coming along and congratulations. Um, I'm stop laughing at me. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying congratulations. Um, no, I I hope that you enjoy it i'm sure you will i'm sure you will and so it's, it's quite a unique event i'm also be starting at eight o'clock as well and i think just one wee thing you mentioned there right at the start about hope it stays dry doesn't really matter because you can get him after an hour and change you know you know what i mean so that's that's part of maybe what we'll, what we'll discuss as we as we go on but had you heard of how did you find out about pylon exposure I actually seen it on Instagram, just obviously a few people that I follow. Um, I know a couple of people that run for Pylon, so they had obviously shared stuff on their story, and that's just how I found out about it, really. And I did look at it before I'd seen any competitions or even thought about entering it, so yeah, that's how I found out about it. Brilliant. The power of social media. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant. So, And it's great, and I think, Stephen, we know that since... Michelle won that competition. We know that some other local people had entered the competition, obviously hoping to win it. And we now know that there's been at least two or three of them have now actually went ahead and they've done their entry on their own. They've paid to enter. So it was a very much well sought after prize. So it was. I've seen all the comments on it. I was actually looking through them today. And there was quite a few people that entered. Yeah, there was. So you can count yourself lucky, even though it may be no feeling like that right now. But do you know what? Come the afternoon of Saturday the 24th, trust us, you'll feel amazing. I hope you're right. Yeah, <laughs> we will. We will. We're right. We're always right, aren't we, John? Oh, as long just, as I finish it, I'll be Just right. think, when you, finish, when you finish it too, John's still got an R6 yours. So <laughs> you can tell him to go and ram it. You'll be done. 
eat your pizza and off whatever else. Be amazing. Oh man, thanks for that, Stephen. That's all right. That's all right. And of course, I'm no doing hee haw. So, (laughs) Stephen's otherwise engaged, cheering you on for the sidelines. Do you mind, Michelle, if we find out a wee bit about you? If we can ask just a wee some questions, is that all right? Yep, fine away. Cool, cool. So you are based in Helmsborough. Yep. Yep, and I think we had a wee sort of chat pre-recording that Helmsborough is a place that we've spoken about very briefly, Stephen and I, with a couple of guests on the show, because um, Helmsborough is the start of the John Muir Way. So... It all everything just links in perfectly with what Young Hearts Run Free has been all about <laughs> in season two, so it's spot on. But what I would like to know is a couple of things. A, Helensborough, what local authority is that in? Is that Argyle and Butte? Yeah, Argyle and Butte. Argyle and Butte, right, okay. And what is the local terrain like? It's coastal, isn't it? Yeah, hilly. <laughs> there's not much flat around here. Um, right. There's loads and loads of good trails and stuff though, so I mean it is a, a beautiful setting for running. Brilliant. And well, I'll come back to um, the trails and distances and things like that a wee bit later on. But if you look at, um, Stephen and I started this podcast and it's probably about a year ago, probably April, May last year we started this podcast and last year for us, well, for everybody, everything was cancelled. Did you have any events planned in 2020 that never happened? Yeah, I had quite a few. Um, I had decided in 2020 that, well, 2019 even, that last year was going to be my year of running and obviously everything fell apart. But <laughs> um, I was booked on to do the Ring of Steel in September. Ooh, right. Yeah, which has been postponed till this year. Um, I don't know if it's going ahead, um, but I had Aloha Half Marathon, I had yep. the Babcock 10K series I was doing. I think that might have been all. Oh, just the, so. just the Ring of Steel, that would have been. <laughs> oh, yeah, and it would, that would have put you in your comfort zone a wee bit. Would yeah, be anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah we I, had, we actually done a recce of it last August and... <laughs> Wow, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's better not knowing. So is that postponed until is it September again this year? They're planning to do it, is it? Yep. Right, okay, okay. Right. And it is tough. I mean, we say we've done a recce of it. I mean, we end, it was such a hot day when we done it. And I mean, we walked the majority of it. And I think it took us 12 hours. And yeah, <laughs> for me to race that is another another story. Yeah. Aye. But you know what? That recce sets you up perfectly for pylon exposure. Mm-hmm. And pylon exposure sets you up perfectly for the Ring of Steel in September. It's meant to be. <laughs> it's meant to be. 2021, Absolutely. the year yeah. that 2020 was meant to be, only better. Yeah. <laughs> put, put myself right out of my comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> and up until now, what, what's the furthest distance that you've ran? Recently, I mean, probably my training run on Sunday there was 15 miles. Like, I've dipped in and out of running for the last eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd only say the last two years is I've really concentrated on it. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, probably 15 miles. <laughs> that That's quite all right. I think um, come the 24th, what, uh, is a six-hour 
destined to be around about 30 miles over the six hours. I think so. Yeah, so what an achievement this is going to be for you. Mm-hmm. Something I'm to really shout to. about. Of course. But it's, I can tell that you've got that, oh, I, I don't know, I'm maybe not going to be in control of my destiny here because mm-hmm. that, that is something that the pylon guys um, do on purpose. It is to take you from this world of sanity and comfiness and, and take you out of that mm-hmm. comfort zone and just push your limits a bit. And not knowing how many miles you're going to run each hour um, is, is going to be part of that. It would do my nothing as well, but you have to kind of embrace it, don't you? Yeah, I like to know where I'm going and what I'm doing. So yeah, this is a a big thing. Only knowing, I don't know, what is it, five minutes maybe before the hour? I don't know. I will tell you, I've been losing sleep thinking about that. Anyway, um, see, what I love though about the the piling thing is they push themselves, right? They they push themselves at their comfort zone, the piling team. But I think what they're given and this is me maybe trying to just get my own head around this. They are giving us an opportunity here to actually to push yourself, but to develop yourself and to actually believe in yourself. To, well, maybe to do things right now that we didn't think we maybe can. It's going to really test us, but mm-hmm. it's within our capabilities, definitely. But it's probably going to hurt a wee bit, right? Oh, yeah. Thank so you. your 15-mile run at the weekend... What was your time for that, if you can tell us? What would you do? Oh, that was um, two hours 20, but it was a really, really hilly, hilly trail. And right. I wasn't feeling good because I'd had a takeaway the night before and I actually felt like I had a hangover. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Back <laughs> up, back up. What was the takeaway? It was just an emptying. Aye. We need detail when we're talking about food, Michelle. It was a, a shish kebab and chicken pakora. Ah, that sounds like great ultramarathon run fuel. Oh, no, I felt dreadful the following day. That's right out the training toolbox of Nicky Johnson in Madeira. That ain't. <laughs> he, he had a curry, then he ran his PB the next day in a marathon. Brilliant, do, man. Absolutely. Do not, do not recommend it. Right. But you know what? You're saying 15, 15 miles in two twenty two and a half hours. If we simply double both of them, right? Mm-hmm. 30 miles in five hours. I know it's not as simple as that because you'll get a wee bit sore when you're at a hour three and hour four and whatever. But it's it's there. It's in, your, it's in <laughs> pretty much just doubling what you've done, he says, <laughs> where you smirk. But aye, I think, I think you're... you're you're spawning for us. I never knew anything about you doing the sort of ring of steel prep before. So that on itself, that you're you're testing yourself when you're doing that, you know. So I know. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm not. I don't know if I'm looking forward to the ring of steel. Probably looking forward to the pylon exposure more, more so than the ring of steel. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing that you've got with pylon exposure is that it sounds like you've been doing the majority of running recently because of circumstances road running and you've you've got that in your control as to what terrain you run your um your miles Mm -hmm. on for for exposure um so yeah would that be something that you're probably doing is is doing road miles that are quite familiar yeah 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 definitely keeping it flat 
very I, flat. Are you fortunate enough to have flat territory around you? Yeah, I'll be just going across the street and running around the block. <laughs> Fantastic, because you've I've also got... decided. You've got... So you've wrecked that, by the sense of it, which is good, and you've got your um, drop bag zone as your house. And my ah. pal's my my pal's gonna be with me to slow me down as well. Oh yeah, do yeah. I like oh, yeah. that to slow you down. You see around the block. How big is a block? Like I, I actually looked today. It's a mile and a half loop. Okay. Well, that could be spot on. That could be absolutely spot on. That. Mm -hmm. John, the, a mile and a half is the circumference of the inch, which is the the run that John and I have done quite a lot in Perth is a mile and a half and it's always quite a it's long enough to be, feel as if you've moved around a map Do you know if you're looking at your Strava you can see that you've actually moved but it's short enough that you always are close enough to home to mm -hmm. be near the loo or near water or fuel or whatever it may be um, support <laughs> I, I need all three <laughs> like, aye exactly so you're, you're doing you're planning in the right way I'd say aye definitely Definitely. And I think the the thing I mentioned earlier on that I'm not losing sleep. That's not true. I'm not losing sleep. But I think about it when I lie in my bed before I go to sleep. And when I wake up, it's probably the first thing I think about. Too. But it's um, it's about knowing what the miles will be for that, mm -hmm. that hour or that next hour, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's just unknown. And But you know what? There's a sadistic bit of me absolutely loves that. I just think it's going to be brilliant. I might not be saying that in the 24th of April when we get three or four hours in, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Everything these guys do, guys, when I say guys, I mean the pylon team, is quality, top draw. Mm -hmm. So I don't expect this to be any any less. And I think it's great as well. There's a fair bit of community happening around about this that you would normally get with an actual racing event. You know, so I think it's obviously we can't have the mass gathering, but it's sort of good. for me, it's certainly getting that that kind of feel about it. Are you part of a running club in Helmsborough, Michelle? Yeah, Helmsborough Running Club, Helmsborough Amateur Athletics. Okay, what's the background there? How often are you with them? Um, I will, I think I started again with my running, been on and off, um, been on and off to the running club, but. I think maybe in the last two years before lockdown as well, I took the plunge to go back when I had more time. Mm -hmm. I always said to myself I would get my running back when I wasn't doing so much traveling or work and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, training with them on a Tuesday and a Thursday, any races when we were allowed to do them. But I haven't been back the last two weeks that the club's been back just because I actually started a, a marathon training plan eight weeks ago just for something to do. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so I've just been doing that and enjoying doing my own thing, really. Right, OK. So you've got the option that you can go back to the club yeah. if you wanted. I did notice um, just last night on Strap, Stephen and I both live in, well, I'm in Perth, Stephen's in Octorada, just outside of Perth. I did notice last night, Stephen, that the Perth Roadrunners on Strava a number of them were back out as a club. That's the first I'd noticed that last night. So yeah. clubs are starting to do group runs. Group runs again, which is absolutely brilliant. Absolutely mm -hmm. brilliant. I can just wait and imagine all these time trials coming up, you know, to see, <laughs> ah, where, see, see where you are. Yeah. yeah, I think it was went back three weeks ago. I'm sure it was. Yeah. 
That sounds about right, Michelle. The, yeah, the, I think it was. As soon as the government said it was okay, then there was people just rearing to get back running with other people because there's a lot of just people just thrive on that, you know, is is the whole community mm-hmm. and peer support that running with a group brings. Yeah, I think that's another thing lockdown's done for me is I don't know, I enjoy running myself now. Mm-hmm. When I never used to. Just well John's a John's a bit of a lone wolf, aren't mm-hmm. you, John? Oh, 100%. I can't stand it or fault. <laughs> no, that's not, that, that's not true. I, I, I once ran with him for 12 hours and he didn't say a word. <laughs> Couldn't get a word in, Michelle. <laughs> but, no, I've always been, I think I've said this before, I've always been a person that, I started off doing the Couch to 5K, mm-hmm. pretty much. That That's how I started around 2012 or something like that. And, um, at the same time, there was a few pals, roughly at the same time, joined groups like the Perth Roadrunners, and I did see them really, really progress really quickly because they were obviously getting inspiration and tips for wizened runners in their in their running clubs. But I've always just really preferred running myself. I've never ever signed up to to run me a club. But anyway, it's, I think it is what it is. It's all relative to what you want to do. I'm not looking to go and do a, like a Chris Thompson and join the Olympics Ken, what I mean, I'm not looking to do that I just want to get fit, I want mm-hmm. to run so I can enjoy my grub without putting on loads of weight that's probably my main <laughs> That's probably my main motivator but it's also done a hell of a lot more for me um, if I think about things like mental health and all that sort of stuff it's really, really been it's changed my life running without a shadow of a doubt however, we're not here to speak about me Michelle, we're here to talk about you and you yeah. mentioned there marathon training plan mm-hmm. so what's the script here have you got a marathon <laughs> in no. mind or is this something yeah. you were just training for just i just decided i was sick of just going out and running miles and getting injured or so i just looked up a marathon training plan and decided that that was what i was going to do just for structure Aye, that's a great idea so mm-hmm. i knew what i was doing um every day and what, when i wasn't running for rest days and stuff so i found it helpful um yeah, the last eight weeks I've been doing it. Brilliant. It gives you a purpose, doesn't it? Do you know, it, it makes your runs have a purpose because I think, what? What are you I laughing thinking, at, John? I'm just thinking, well, Michelle's got a purpose now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that decision you made eight weeks ago to do a marathon oh, training plan, it's going to stand you in good stead after winning this, this competition. Yeah. But I, I mean, it could be a turning point for you. Do you know, you'd go on and fill yourself with confidence having completed pylon exposure and then you say i'm ready for a marathon now actually ready for a marathon and mm-hmm. catapulted or you might okay. say sack your marathon i just the ultras now okay what i mean so <laughs> it's um, something I've all, i have always wanted to do one mm-hmm. um, Aye. but it's just building up to that isn't it <laughs> no anymore it's happening <laughs> <laughs> I think though, I think, you know what, it's almost like, I don't know if you believe in fairies and all that shit, but it's almost like it was a wee fairy going, Michelle, you should maybe think about this marathon training plan, and then boom, here you go. Absolutely. So you know what, you're actually probably much better prepared than you, than you maybe think you are, definitely, if you've done that. So, because I have noticed, as I mentioned, that I've been trolling your Strava a wee bit, and you've had, you've had, your last month or five weeks have really ramped up both yeah. distance and elevation. Yeah. 
as well. So is that part of that plan? Is that on is that on yeah, purpose? Not, um, the miles is not the elevation. I think the plan is actually um, tailored to somebody that lives in a flat place. Right, which okay. Isn't me. But yeah, the elevation is um, gone up a wee bit just because I do like running on trails and obviously around here it's very, very hilly. Uh-huh. So. Which is a blessing. At the time it doesn't feel like a blessing because I'm the same where I live, Michelle. But actually, yeah, just if you're organically putting in this vert, when I say vert, this ascent in, in each year runs, it's all helping you become a better, more complete, balanced runner. Mm-hmm. We're following you with confidence. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll definitely benefit you, but um, well, I, I'm gonna be the wrong person to speak to when we're talking about hills and elevation. But I think <laughs> you've already got a good plan for piling exposure day that round the block thing. I think Hi. that's a that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, is there a chance you might get a bit bored of that round the block for six hours? Possibly. Aye, so I'm just I'm just thinking. I'll, change, I'll just change streets. Oh, well, you could always do that. I'm just thinking. You might want to change the view a wee bit. I'm just thinking. But then Helensborough, I, I suppose you could be guy windy doing there. You're right uh-huh. on the coast, eh? Uh-huh. Very, very windy. So I'd quite like the wind to be behind me. Aye, definitely. Definitely. Push me along. No, because I, I certainly think from my own my own planning is that I've got two or three wee variations on routes because I think I will get a wee bit not bored. I'm not going to have time to get bored, but I think it's just to mix it up and to freshen mm-hmm. things up in my mind. I'm doing that, so it's just. But then you know what? It's your race. This is your thing. It's what you. It's what you want to do. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick to round the block for as long as I can and maybe cool. jump down a street and go round that block. Brilliant. For a bit of variation. <laughs> is there a, and see when you say it's about a mile and a half, is there a wee cut through? If you, if you want to make it around four miles, let's say, right, and you've done two two loops, can you cut through somewhere to make it bang on four miles? Yeah, I could, I could work it out to do that. Aye. Cool. As long as you've got all that in your head, because I'm that's the sort of shit I'm sorry. That's the kind of things I'm thinking of um just now. I think it's gonna be always gonna be whole miles in the hour. That's so there's good. no so like, I think like round figures. Aye, aye. I think so. I think so. So what questions in your head do you have about pile and exposure? I'm not saying we can answer them for you, but we'll do a wee bit of counselling, that's cool. <laughs> I've not really thought about any questions. Obviously, the big one is just about how many miles are we doing in that hour? I know, man. It's... And obviously, just getting, I need to get my fueling right and make sure that I'm not going out too quickly. <laughs> so, my pace is going to have to be, I don't know, not too quick, but not too slow. So, that, there's, there's just so many things to think about. Uh, it's, that is something that is worth thinking about what you've just touched on there Michelle is that when you run at your pace whatever that may be do you know if it's do you know a nine minute mile or whatever and that's your sort of go-to comfy five out of ten and that but dropping it back can be difficult like going slow can be difficult because it it uses different muscles and stuff in your body and to go into like an 11 minute mile you think, oh, that's going to be easier. Sometimes it's no. Sometimes it can have a detrimental effect as well. Just something to think about. 
Yeah, well, if you've looked through my Strava, you'll see that I don't think I go less than eight thirty minutes. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But hey, that's where you're comfy. But I think what we've also got to remember is six hours. I know. You know, it's six it's hours. So, time. so you're not wanting to be leathering it for like the first three hours. You know what I mean? You've... I know. Aye, so. so yeah, that's something I really need to work out on the day. And we have to think, and I'm not. I'm, I'm going to say I'm not going to plant things in your head, but here we go, right? What if they say... I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> but what, what, my thing, what I'm thinking about things is like, what if they say, right, hour two, run three miles, right? What are you going to do for that second half hour in there? You're going know. to sit on your couch? You're going to well, lie in your I, bed? No, I think I'm dangerous sitting down and don't want to get back up again. Well, this is uh, the thing. I keep moving here or keep loose. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I, these are all the things that, that I'm sort of mulling over in my head. Aye, but as I say, it'll be, it'll be what it is. It'll be absolutely fine. What are you going to eat and drink for six hours? I'm, I'm going to stick to safe things that I know probably just, I live off Diet Coke. Oh, I might want to get a wee full fat can in there for uh, this year. Oh, I can't. I can't drink full fat coke. Oh man, see a full it's... fat coke at, oh. at the end of an ultimate. I never drink full fat coke, but see at the last drop bag station on ultra marathon, all these boys whose like bodies are total temples at any other time, they're all just wolfing full fat coke like it's going out of fashion because the the sugar rush it gives you is just like amazing. Yeah. It's like you're just taking rocket fuel. So yeah. they need to discount it. Oh, I am blue, Red Bull. No, it's all only Diet Coke. Man. Right, but that's not good. You get any any energy. So what are you what are you eating? What are you thinking about eating? Um, I'll need to get energy bars. I've got shot blocks. Just like a shot block. Aye, yeah. And again, this is something that I've never really ex- um, experimented with. So only on the last couple of weekends, long runs, I've been taking tailwind, shot blocks, active route, just to try and see. What my body agrees with. Uh-huh. Well, tell you something, you're taking all that, you'll no pass out. You'll be all right if you're hearing all that. <laughs> all that gear. No, that's good. I think we've mentioned Active Route a number of times on mm-hmm. Young Hearts Run 3, and I think it's something that works for both of us. We're both, I think, Stephen, if I'm fair, fair to say, we're both still figuring out what's best for us with the gel mix. Yes. Um, active Route, and I think that's a personal thing. I'm I think I'm doing one scoop of it. I think that works. But the actual, what do you make of it? The actual hydration, drink. the actual drink, the, the, the granules, I think that's... I'm, do you like ginger beer? Yeah. Yeah, that's just like flat ginger beer, if I could describe yeah. it as this flavour. It's really quite palatable compared to some of the... Oh, here we go with active fruit advertising. We're not, even, we're not sponsored by them, honestly. We just enjoy it. And we know the guys, and they're great guys. But, um, yeah. Remember Krabby's alcoholic ginger beer? Uh-huh. It's kind of like that, apart from without the alcohol. <laughs> it is a bit like that. However, again, we've got to think, too, it's six hours. You might not fancy it. Well, for, no, six, that came up. for six That's, hours, you know what I mean? So. And not at nine o'clock in the morning either. Aye. <laughs> it's know. just something that I've never had to think about either. So it's just, I'll just learn as I go along. Stick to things that I know. Porridge. See, see that mindset? That will take you a long way. I'll learn as I go along. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I've got no choice and no time. 
I suppose <laughs> big bowl of porridge would be good. Starts at eight though, so I'll probably here we go. Selfish again. I'll be having my porridge about seven o'clock or something like that. And I know it's just just this week Stephen has started experimenting with what was it, Stephen? Energy balls. Oh yeah, I've been making my own stuff just to, to try and just experiment exactly with that. Yeah, yeah. Cocoa and cashew balls. It's like Ooh dates and everything on it oh it's all right got the food processor dusted off or it's once a year out the cupboard <laughs> you know and it was um ah, they're, they're all right they're, they're, they're quite moorish aye and easy i would imagine they'd be quite easy to eat ah, yeah. they've got a ton of peanut butter in them as well so they're, they're nice feel free to send any to me oh aye aye well i'll send you the recipe see i aye. can't be bothered with stuff like that i'm sure you I'm sure you can buy that sort of stuff, but it's even better when you make it yourself. Okay, I mean, you can put extra, extra you shit in try it. that. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so let's go back. You mentioned earlier on about your pre-run meal that you had at the weekend. What's going to be your post-run reward? What's going to be your meal on the Saturday night, April 24th? Mm. I will need to probably be a fish supper. <laughs> a large oh, fish supper. Brilliant, man. I, I've been put off Indian after last week. <laughs> That's Do you hear a piece in bar with your fish supper? No, just loads of salt and vinegar. Get your order in. Okay, the big, the big question. On a scale of 1 to 10, Michelle, how much are you shitting yourself? <laughs> Uh, 11. I <laughs> love <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dead worried about it. But we'll get there and we'll be fine. As long as, I finish, as long as I finish, I'll be happy. I think you'll definitely um, benefit from, I think, the next Pylon learning event for this, the exposure. I think it's on Monday the 19th, but it's certainly of that week beginning Monday the 19th. I think you'll feel... If you attend that, you'll feel a lot better at I'm actually talking a lot of shit. You might know. <laughs> anyway, I know, but I think you will. You'll go along, you'll see other folk that are there. The presentation that Paul Giblin did the last time was absolutely brilliant. Um, I think they're going to be releasing a recording of that, so it'd be worth watching that as well. But I think it's going to be the start of a, an absolutely brilliant week. I think what's great is we're in... We're both in a quite a unique event, you know. There's no, I, I don't recall anything like this happening like this before. Certainly not anywhere in Scotland. So, I think it really is going to be quite unique, and I think it's one of these things that will be spoken about for a while. If you haven't, it's worth going and checking out the Pylon Endeavour stuff that the Pylon team have done. They've done two or three different challenges now, and that we'll not be doing anything like that. But it's just the detail that these guys put into this. And mm-hmm. the, I suppose you'd call it the extremes they go to, Stephen. Would you say it's extremes? But they're also prepared, aren't they? Aye, I think you've summed it up pretty well there. Just exactly that. They're, it's all, I always think it's all just all relevant. I don't know. It's like just what we might class as extreme, somebody else doesn't class as extreme. Oh, wait a minute, I've not explained this very well. <laughs> what well, we kind of touched it earlier on, but 
somebody will be looking at you, Michelle, and thinking what you do is extreme. I know. Ah. <laughs> that is very true. Very true. <laughs> so think of that. Whereas I, somebody looks at me and think what I do is daft <laughs> or extreme, <laughs> whatever we want to say. Um, whereas I look at others and I go, oh my God. I mean, and until you hit the top of the tree, which is like, say, Kelly and Jorney, where he can't look at anybody else and say, man, look at what they're doing. That's extreme. No. Yeah. Then it stops. Uh -huh. <laughs> then it stops. <laughs> then Beth Potter comes along and does a 14 minute, 41 second 5k. I know, that's absolutely crazy. I've seen that. Absolutely that's crazy. That's inspirational, that. that. I wish I could run a 20 minute one. Never mind that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. It's all just relative. It is, it is relative, Stephen. And I think as well that. Michelle, you might not think this yet. At the end of the 24th of April, people will be looking at you and thinking they'll be getting inspired by what you've done as well, you know? So it is, it's how we see, we often don't see ourselves like that, I don't think, but it's how other people see us. And uh, I, I think it's a great opportunity you've got. I'm, I'm delighted you've accepted to do it. Absolutely, it's brilliant. Um, and I'm looking forward to, I hope you're going to continue with your social media and oh, yeah. sort of chart the journey between now and Ray. Didn't he be doing any social media stuff on race day? <laughs> Get your party to do that. You'll yeah. be focused. You'll be focused. Yeah, that's a good tip. Do it in the aftermath. You know, yeah. then you can you really sit back and put your feet up and get all, all over social media. But for the six hours, just focus in. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I am looking forward to it. I am. Speaking to you has made me feel a wee bit better. Good. That's good. That's, That's good. good. Well, because we're, you know that we're definitely going to be catching up with you afterwards. I know. For the, Aye. For the, the aftermath. Aye, that'll be awesome. That'll be, and I, I think it, it will be good. And you just think when you're done and you're sitting there having your fish supper or whatever time, you know what? You could probably have six fish suppers and I'll still be out there, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so you can, you can sit with your feet up, going, "Ah, oh, that idea." He's still yeah. running, yet, man. He's he's at eight o'clock at night. But well, I have good. I have agreed that um, I know somebody that's actually doing the twenty-four hour one, so I have agreed that once I've finished mine and I've got settled and stuff, that I'm go go and support him for a wee while, not run with him, just uh -huh. go and chat to him. Just stand and clap <laughs> at the corner. Brilliant. You know what? <laughs> one thing that I noticed was the finisher's memento is really, really something brilliant, isn't it? It's like a, a, a yeah. bracelet called Notch or something, isn't it, John? That's right, yeah. A Notch yeah. bracelet. A Notch bracelet that's got like a couple of special. It's almost like an outdoorsy version of a Pandora. Aye, it is. It is. I, I, my daughter's got a, it's like a nomination type bracelet thing. You can change uh -huh. all wee bits on it. That's what I, I, I seen yeah. something like that. I'd, I'd never seen this type of, um, thing. And I know you can, you can get different sort of, we call them baubles. There are no baubles, but you can get different uh -huh. things for different Notches, types I of think they're called. <laughs> <laughs> the names, are, the names are a bit of a giveaway, isn't it? Aye. <laughs> Hey, Mona bobble. Mona bobble. 
Anyway, the bobble, that's our version of theirs coming out soon. That's next up merch shop. Buy a young hearts on free bobble. Get a backle bobble. Jeez, was. <laughs> Sorry, maybe Michelle. We'll, maybe we'll cut this, but we probably win. Um, no, we win. I don't know. I, I, there's something about that that um, made me want to. If I could run it, I'd want to go run it for to get a, a pile on notch bracelet. It's brilliant. Dead nice. inventors. Nice. But again, it's like everything they do, it's quite unique. Um, yeah. Which is absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And you know what, Michelle? I actually love the fact that you're saying once you're done, you're going to go and support your pal. That's exactly what Ultra Running is all about. You know what I mean? It's just about that that sense of community um, and supporting each other. I also think you think you're doing six hours, I'm doing 12 hours. That's 14, 24. Oh, I know. I know. How, must, how must that be in their heads, you know? Yeah, that's mental. <laughs> oh, man. What are the 24 expected today? What's the 24-hour race? Could be at least 100 miles. I like how it could be at least. It's almost like a double neck. It could be. Aye, I know. So it could Aye. also be. It could be less than 100 miles, but it could be 120 miles. Uh, Aye, could be. Aye. <laughs> It's definitely going to be more. <laughs> no, it'll be around about 100. It's a good use of language, isn't it? That could be, at least. It's very good. Okay, right. where are we with your questions, John? Is there anything more? That... I think I think we've covered them all. There are thereabouts. I think we've covered everything. Apart yeah. from one, my stocky one about Strava, um, Michelle's run today was nothing <laughs> in the tank. What happened today, Michelle? Oh, I don't know. I was supposed to go out yesterday and couldn't uh-huh. be bothered. And then I just think my a negative mindset today. Um, but got out and got it done. Back on track tomorrow. That's it. The easiest thing in the day would have been no to bother. But you got out there regardless of the fact that you were feeling low on energy and got it done. So that you should take that as a big positive because you could just sat on your ass and done hee-haw. Exactly. <laughs> I find if I don't get out by lunchtime, then I've had it. All right, okay. Well, which is then that's good timing. Then it's an eight o'clock start for the exposure. Yeah, I prefer to get out first thing in the morning. I am a wee bit knocked this week as well. I've been off on annual leave. That I'm, I usually like running at lunch times, but mm-hmm. it's not quite happening. So I get that that you just have your little moment in the day that's your ideal time. It's on your favour too, Michelle. If you prefer doing that morning type thing, it's going to be roughly around that time of day where you, it sounds like you feel running the most, feel yeah. that running the most. So that sort of time, so that's good as well. And I just echo what Stephen said you go out there and done it today. You know, you get your backside off the couch and you go out there and you get it done and you come back. And the fact you might have titled that run nothing in the tank today but the run still got done and that's the key that's exactly back on track tomorrow and if that see that nothing in the tank today if that's the run in your last hour of exposure you're still (laughs) we're we're doing something right ah you're still going to nail it so brilliant it's all positive it's all positive right i think Stephen, will we let michelle go away and absorb all this carry on we've been chatting about Michelle, thank you very much for okaying us to chat to you pre-exposure and we are definitely going to be catching up with you afterwards for the 
the aftermath of what's going to be an epic Saturday for you. So, yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Big well done again for winning the biggest prize that we've had to offer so far. Um, <laughs> what a lucky gal. But no, it's been great hearing about how you're feeling about it and what your um, approaches are going to be as well. And it's been great to meet you as well. So thank you. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. No it's problem. been awesome. I would just echo what Stephen said, Michelle. I'm delighted. I don't think we could there could be anybody better placed to go on and nail this. Somebody's got a marathon training plan. They're halfway through it. You've got hills running about you to practice on for the next couple of weeks. You've got your post-run treat planned. It's going to be cool. So, but thank you very much for a for for chipping in and doing everything for the competition and also be for accepting it. So I look forward to hearing all about it, but thank you very much for your time tonight. Thank you. Yeah, been lovely to meet good, you. Good luck to you as well on your shoulders. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Hi, good I look, luck, John. I look forward to hearing how you get on. <laughs> I'll not be back. <laughs> <laughs>